Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Different. (laughs) Very after week. Very excited indeed after week one. Um... Let's start with our introductions, and I'll be, I'm sorry, I missed you on Sunday, Nick. My apologies. Before we start, happy birthday, our dude, our man, Nick. You got Flander Macaronis. Happy birthday, sir. It's your fucking birthday. Happy fucking birthday. It's your fucking birthday. Hope you have my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> really like me. <laughs> oh, All right, my friend. We'll start with introductions. Welcome to the studio, Nick. You got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, that is me, uh, Nick. You got Flandered Birthday Boy Macaronis. Thank you. I celebrated my number forty-seven last night. Uh, yes, I'm forty-seven. I I look eighty-six, but I'm actually forty-seven. Um, if you go to, we have we got something in store for you, ladies and gentlemen. And speaking of stores, we have got a new supply of merch tonight uh, on the. Website, we got beanies, hoodies, crew neck sweatshirts, mugs, face masks, and water bottles, hats, and ladies' thongs. No, no, no thongs. We have everything else, but uh, go to tssfantasy.com. If you can see the look on Greg's face, uh, go to tssfantasy.com. Pick up your, your array of our beautiful TSS Fantasy Podcast t-shirts and be the envy of everybody else in your family. Yes, definitely envy of your spouse with the TSS Fantasy thongs, Indy. <laughs> Where that came from. All right, Greg, we missed you. Welcome back on Monday nights. The juice is loose. Mayor, welcome to the studio, sir. <laughs> I just got flandered by flandered. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, happy birthday, Nick. Thank you. Um, man, 47. You don't look a day over 40. Four. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, make sure you follow me on Twitter for all your breaking news on Big OJ uh, One on Twitter. I, I get the breaking news better than Adam Schefter, believe it or not. 
Yeah, Greg is very uh, quick with the updates. Definitely keeps me as I'm on the road half the time and I'm in the hospital time. I get a text. I know it's Greg. He's sending out the breaking news. We get it before the Twitter gets it, so I really appreciate that indeed. All right, don't forget, guys, visit us, tssfantasy.com. As Nick mentioned, the store is on there with all of our new merchandise in there, so make sure you do go and check that out as soon as you can. Also, all of our um, rankings will be on there for week 10. That'll be on for tomorrow as well, so make sure you check that out. We also have a link for Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, all the great sports podcasts on there. Give them a listen from wrestling to racing, everything they got it. Speaking of racing, tomorrow night's on Champs or Chumps. We're going to have the good old boy bowl, we'll call it, with char- Chairgate excuse me, versus Rambling About Racing. So it'll be a fun night. We'll have some NASCAR guys talk some fantasy football. So that should be interesting one indeed. Um, also, don't forget, if you watch us on Sunday, uh, Belly Up Sunday, we have our uh, Wake Up, Belly Up. Um, go ahead and check us out every Sunday. We have all of our great shows on there. Right after us, uh, we actually have the Bears pregame show with Coach Steve um, and 4th and 4, the Rough Cut, and MD uh, fan football at the end. Look, I finally memorized it. Great job. All right, don't forget also the social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We got it all. Subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. I always forget to promote that. So please, we have like 29 people. Tighten up. Subscribe. Help, help us out a little bit. And don't forget Unhinged Radio, all of those great podcasts we I mentioned earlier, all on there. It's a 24-7 sports uh, network, so make sure you visit them. We're on from 8 to 9 a.m. every morning. Make us part of your morning commute. We are the fantasy show of the people. All right, busy week nine, lots of stuff that went on, so let's get started with the news. Okay, this is Johnny with the local news. All right, Jared Allen, or excuse me, Jared Allen. Oh, my God, I got Jay on. I go Jared Allen already. Josh Allen, I wanted to mention this. I was sitting here watching, you know, as you, those that know me know I watch all the games as they start. I mean, I watch every single game. I'm literally watching this Bills-Jacksonville game, and I mentioned, I, I heard earlier, I think it was Nate Burleson on the CBS Morning Show, mentioned it'd be the first time um, a player of the same name um, would sack on the same player, the same name. Anyway, so I'm sitting here, and I, I see him sack him, so I'm like, wow, it happened, that's cool. Then all of a sudden, I see him intercept him. Then I see him get a fumble interception. I mean, it's, just, it's crazy. Um, so Josh Allen effectively by himself the defensive josh allen got seven points all by himself if if we were just looking at that map perspective um and josh allen the quarterback 9.5 points against jacksonville wow that's pretty pretty nutty stat um i just wanted to bring that up since we're talking about that just your thoughts on that jags game guys um we'll start with nick um, what do you think's going on? Do you think people have figured out Buffalo? Because uh, Josh Allen hasn't been stepping up as of late. Well, uh, I didn't like it for two reasons. Number one, the Bills cost me money um, <laughs> because I'm in a survivor pool and, I'm, and I picked yeah. Buffalo and, you know, they flandered me. Uh, no, I don't think – I don't think the Bill. I don't think that they've gotten figured out. I honestly think it was a trap game. I don't think that they really expected – 
to go down to uh, Jacksonville in such a difficult time. I just I just chalk it up to to a pothole game. Every every team's got them. Uh, it's just it's just a bump in the road, and I don't suspect that they'll have any problems like this, uh, especially against a low caliber team like Jacksonville for the rest of the season. I still think that they're going to come out of out of the AFC at this point because uh, right now the a- the AFC is very clear as mud at this point. We really don't know who's coming out of there, but if there's any other team out there to challenge Buffalo, um, let me know and then and then prove me wrong because uh, I think they got all the tools. They have all the tools. I don't think Kansas City's ready for it again. Um, I. Can't think of a really super strong team. Maybe Baltimore. Maybe. But Buffalo, to me, is the class of the division. Greg, have you seen who Buffalo beat, Nick, so far this year? Let's go. Let's real quick. Sure. And then we go see who who the Jets have beaten. Wait, wait. They lost to the Steelers. They beat Miami twice. They beat the Texans. And they beat the Chiefs. So they haven't beaten good teams yet. They've beaten up on the lower teams. So if okay. I was Buffalo, I would be worried. They don't have a running game. It's non-existent. The, the best running back they have is Josh Allen. They, Singletary hasn't done anything or Zach Moss. So if I was Buffalo, I would be worried. To go into Baltimore to try to win an a, you know, in the playoffs or even Pittsburgh, who's chugging along right now, to go against those teams, in the, in the playoffs, it's going to be tough if you ain't got a running game. When it gets colder, you want to control the clock. You want to run the ball, time management. And Buffalo, I'll be worried. You lost to Jacksonville, bro. You didn't even score a touchdown against Jacksonville. Yeah. You, against Jack- you could say a trap game. Where you- Josh Allen was MV- you know, candidate for the MVP last year. You got Stephon Diggs. You got Cole Beasley. You got... Emmanuel Sanders, and you cannot get in the end zone against Jacksonville. I'm gonna be worried if I'm Buffalo because out of the five wins, they only they beat Miami twice. Twice. This, this could sorry, be a good thing. Sorry, sorry, but no, no. This this could be a good thing. Hey, we're not as good as we think we are. We gotta step it up. So again, uh, I'd rather lose now to a, a Jacksonville than lose in the first round of the playoffs to. Let's say Baltimore or Pittsburgh or, or what have you. So we'll see. I mean, there's there there's eight weeks left. So we'll see. You got Tennessee. You know, Tennessee's looking I, good. You got Tennessee is teams. looking good. They're and they're it's winning, tough, bro. And they're finding different ways to win too. I mean, I think the thing to me is if you notice that the teams that have are struggling with their running game are the ones that are struggling offensively. Look at even KFC don't really have an effective running game neither, and they're struggling also. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and again, the weather's just getting colder, guys. So that's when the running game's really going, really gonna, um, you know, start to take effect as the you know the conditions get worse, and you know, again, we'll start to see that play out. A lot more. All right, we're going to slide Mike the Straw Hernandez in since he wants to interrupt us and be late. Welcome to the studio, Mike the Straw Hernandez. We appreciate you. Is that a turtle? Hey, he showed up. Is that a yeah, turtle? You no, know, you know, I got to show up. No, it's like a half neck. I don't even know what this is. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's, it's kind of a mock like turtleneck. It's almost like a robe, kind of almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's he's cool. a Jedi now. Yeah, there you go. All right. May the, force, may the force be with you tonight, Mike. All right. We're talking about – let's talk about someone spicy. Speaking of Mike, almost back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, due to return soon. 
So I know I can see Greg's disappointed face as a uh, Daryl Williams owner. What's your thoughts on CEH coming back um, and his effectiveness in the offense? Um, I think that any help is going to help out. That will help out Mahomes right now is good news because that offense looks atrocious. Uh, Maybe they do got to get back to more of a running game in order to get back to some of those gadget plays that are so accustomed to doing. So, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be the impact that will be the difference or CEH when he gets back. He's probably going to do the same numbers. Um, But, you know, he is an RB2, and, you know, he'll probably be back like that when he gets back. Greg, let me go to you on this next little bit of info. Chase Edmonds on the IR looks like. I mean, they're thinking about it anyway with a high ankle sprain. Oof. So uh, <laughs> I know this was your boy. So thoughts on what a game James Conner had, by the way. Thoughts on that situation. Uh, what do you foresee in the Arizona backfield? Um, is it James Conner from here on in? I mean, if Edmonds doesn't get healthy enough in time, it's James Conner all day. Like I said a few um, shows ago, this is cuffing season, right? This, you, you'd have to have your handcuff. It, uh, it's a long season, a long season, and running backs are going down. They're resting running backs. So if you don't have the handcuff to your running back, you're in trouble. So I know one owner in particular on this show that has both of them, and I know he was smiling, even though he caught the L. He was still smiling at Connor for <laughs> 33 points. I mean, Connor – Connor has been here, done that before. He's been a number one running back before. And in that offense, he's going to get a ton. He's getting all the goal line carries before. So now he's going to get even more to shine. So if you don't have Connors, try to trade for him. I'm, if he's on a waiver wire in your league, who's in your league? <laughs> like, right. Bro. Right. He's got 10 touchdowns this year. 10, yeah. dude. Ten. right now. So I'm just going to – I know the waiver wire is out tomorrow. And I just want to throw this out there because, look, the fact is – James Connors also injury prone, although he's having a great year, but he's been, you know, again, not fully used. So two names, N-O Benjamin. I'm not even saying that. E-N-O, that's the first name. E-N-O. Yeah, thank you. Eno Benjamin. Right now, he's slighted third, and they have Jonathan Ward second, but he was out due to a concussion. So two names to look out for, you know, if it's James Connors' show going forward, as you said, handcuff season. Get your handcuffs while they're hot, for sure. Nick, let's go to you because you were all over this game on starts or sits. Devontae Parker on the IR, obviously upgrades to Waddle and Gesicki. Um, We were talking about this uh, during our show last week, and Tua was a surprise out in that game. So effect on the Dolphins' offense uh, with Parker being now on the IR. Well... (laughs) Kasiki better eat his Wheaties, I'm telling you that much right now, because he's the one guy out there that can catch a pass. Uh, and uh, and Gaskin better wake up and say, I'm the NFL running back. I better start playing like one. Holy crap. Uh, they're in trouble, man. They really are. And um, Flores might be looking for a job next year. I mean, it's not his fault. No, no, no. It's, it's not his fault, but 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Whenever there's, whenever the crap hits the fan, it's always the head coach's fault, no matter what happens. Yeah, too. Right? I understand. Well, if you got, if you have an antsy owner, okay, they're already re- looking ready to to run uh, coaches out of town in some other NFL cities. So um, it's it's going to be some tough sledding. Uh, they're already they're they're already pretty much out of it. Um, as far as uh, playoff contention, poor, poor Jason. Jason is holding us, trying to hold a straight face right now. No, it's all right. I mean, it's fine. Brought it up. I'm just uh, watching my. I'm just watching my dolphin ticket season ticket prices just go. Um, yeah, uh, they're going to be. They're going to be. I think they're going to be some sellers in the off season as far as trying to get rid of some um, some uh, players and try and get some draft picks back because they lost a lot of them. And I, uh, Jason, you would know much better than I would. Do they have still have a, a pretty decent stock of draft picks from uh, trades? They do, although their first round pick this year is going to no other than Philly to okay. move up for Jalen Waddle. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I know you probably said that on purpose, and you no, I didn't. Honestly, no, no go fuck yourself. No. All right, I have no victory here. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I didn't know. I swear. All right, Zach Moss. Um, also now out with a concussion. What do you guys think? Let's go to let's see what Mike. What do you think about Devin Singletary going forward? I don't know, man. That Bills offensive line is really taking a beating. They're not healthy at all, and it showed in that last game. So um, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, concussion protocol you may end up playing this next week. Singletary is still going to be a running back by committee type of running back anyway. Yep, indeed. Um, let's go to you, um, breaking news, Greg. You brought this up in the group text. Let's bring it up now to Sean Jackson to the Raiders. Uh, what do you think uh, his impact is there? He obviously wanted to go somewhere where he wants to play a significant role. Um, with Ruggs out now out, he obviously will fit in that role. What do you think about his impact to the Raiders? Um, he's going to fit in the Ruggs role, right? He's going to blow the top <laughs> off the offense. So, you know, he still got it. He still has, you know, four or five speed and, and, and can open up the offense underneath for Waller and for Hunter Renfro. I really wanted to see OBJ there, though. That that was where I really – because OBJ just fits that Raider mystique, you know, bad boy, whatever. But I think Deshaun is going to – he's going to – I don't see how much – he's not going to have a big fantasy impact. I think with him there is actually going to be more for Hunter Renfro. I think Renfro is going to be his his – his stock is rising up. So I think for more so, I would, if I, if Renfro was in the white waiver wire, I would aim for him more so than Deshaun Jackson. 
Well, Mary Jane already, um, you know, Mary Jane Esquire Cooper is on the couch with her big thumbs up because she um, listened to TSS Fantasy and picked him up a couple weeks ago. So she's already chilling with Mr. Renfro. All right, Nick, we'll go to you because I know you want to rain on his sunshine. OBJ, where do you think he belongs um, and where do you think he will go? Why do I I want to rain on his sunshine? Uh, You're Mr. Flanders. That's what you do. Oh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was my role. Okay. Right. So, uh, where can he – he wants to go to a contender to where he wants to he, – would, he just wants to be a plug-and-play. So, I would say he said today – I read a report that he wants to go to Seattle, and everybody wants to go to Seattle. But here's the thing. With Seattle, there's, there's so many mouths already. Uh, you, mm-hmm. got, you got Metcalf. Mm-hmm. You got Lockett. Mm-hmm. Uh, does he really want to be a slot receiver, or are they going to move? All right, so let's say he let's say he goes there. Okay, are they going to move Lockett in the slot? Are they going to have um, uh, OBJ out wide? I don't know. He's got to go to somewhere where not only can he fit in the in the offense, he can have fit in the locker room. And Greg brought up OBJ in Vegas. I think that would be one of the worst places for him to go due to his personality. And come on, it's it's Vegas. Um, I think he'd be I told you he would flander it. Here we go. But he, no, 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 I'm trying to Nick, Nick. I don't mean to rain on your parade, but think about it. Um, when Antonio Brown went to the Bucks, they had Mike Evans and Godwin, and they still figured out how to put Antonio Brown in that offense because so they Robert, had his babysitter down there in Tommy. And Russell Wilson could be a good babysitter for OBJ. A lot of the announcers are saying he needs a strong, real quarterback, a veteran quarterback that's going to rein him in. I like Seattle, and I also like San Fran as well. But I like can Seattle I, more because of Russell Wilson. Can I shut it down? Shut it down. OBJ, the Patriots. Let's get him in New England. Right. I don't, I don't no, 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 wait a minute. Wait. Belichick is the perfect coach for OBJ right now for his career. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You just contradicted what Greg said. He says he needs a strong will quarterback. He's not going to listen to Mac Jones. No. Listen to Belichick. Belichick, though. Yeah. Belichick is enough to get that. That's all he needs. Yeah, System. OBJ needs to rebuild his reputation. If he goes to New England, he does that. Yeah, but the but, only big name wide receiver that, that succeeded in New England was Randy Moss. You had Ocho Cinco try to go there, Josh Gordon try to go there, Antonio Brown try to go there, and, and none of it worked. So I don't I don't see OBJ OBJ fitting into that that Patriots mold. But I, I like Seattle. I'm not gonna lie. I like him in Seattle. Greg, all right, tell us out, Nick. Come on. Hold on. Does <laughs> does OBJ put New England over the top? No, of course not. No. I mean, think about what that would do for Mac Jones. Yes. Making some noise in the playoffs. Yes. Super Bowl. Man, that defense is coming along now. So I don't know. What about Baltimore? They got a run game. They don't turn the ball over. The defense is playing well. Man, if New England makes the Super Bowl again with Mac Jones, man, I'm done with football, bro. Yeah, I'm already. Baltimore would be his best spot. All right, I'm already um, – yeah, Baltimore is a good spot for him. I'm already um, sick in New England. I just – I can't even deal with I, – I just – never mind. I don't even want to talk about football right now because it just makes me sick. All right, Damian Harris and um, 
Stevenson, they are uh, – they both went out with the uh, head injury. Uh, Stevenson actually was playing well towards the end and went out. So, um, of course, we've talked about Brandon Bolden before. Obviously, uh, pick him up this week. Um, you know, I definitely would make him a target. Not really sure how long these guys are going to be out. You know, head injuries are difficult. We'll talk about um, that again with Dr. Miller. Ezekiel Elliott looks like a knee contusion, but looks like he'll be fine. Trevor Lawrence day-to-day with an ankle um, as well, and I think that covers it all. All right, we are going to take a quick break now. When we get back, it's time for our new fun segment, Stash Stash or Trash. Tonight it is Mike or Greg, so we're going to check that out right when we get back. What's up, TSS family? This is Mike, the straw that stirs the drink. Now, I know we all have our own ways of grading talent on fantasy football. A huge part of it, much like in life, is passing the eyeball test. You always have to look your best so that you could be at your best. That's why I go to Underground Cuts Barbershop in Orlando. Rob and the boys have been making ballers in Orlando look their best so that they can be at their best, on the field or on the air. Nobody performs miracles like the barbers at Underground Cuts. So go check them out. They're at 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6, 32809. Or give them a call, 407-858-0080. Underground Cuts, a proud sponsor of TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. All right, it's time for America's second favorite game show. It's time for Stash or Trash. Take out the papers and the trash. Boy, you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor. All right, so our contestants tonight are Mike or Greg, and we are going to give you a player. I will ask you to make an argument to stash them. Or to trash them. I almost definitely did. Haven't you heard by now? Set me up. This is this is the fun part of the night. I, I hold on real quick before we start though. I think the jester is trying to make his way in on uh, from the crew. Why does he look like that? I don't know if he can hear us tonight. Freddie, you with us? Are you taking a shit? <laughs> really? <laughs> Why you look like you're in the toilet, bro? Yo, get him off the air. I don't want to see this, bro. Why are you taking this he's laying on his stomach on the bed. I, I think we should leave him on just to like look at what he what he does during uh, the faces that he's going to make. All right, let's go with stash or trash. Let's start it out. We're going to start with quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. Greg, you start us first with a case to stash him. I hate you. I hate you, bro. I hate you, bro. I hate you. Like. The only reason why you would stash Teddy Bridgewater is for insurance purposes on your team. Like if your the QB one goes down, and there's you know there's just because there's not a lot of options left out there. Jason, I hate you. Bridgewater is a safe quarterback. He's not going to turn the ball over. So if you need a quarterback that's going to give you 15 to 16 points a, a week, and your number one quarterback goes down, pick up Teddy Bridgewater for insurance purposes. Just- Mike. Trash, bro. What am I going to say about Bridgewater? Go ahead, Mike. Give it to Michael, right? Man, yo, you go. So you you argued for you stashing a QB that gets you fifteen points a game. That's what you yeah, said. Man. Listen, oh, give all me I gotta say, 
Get take the point. Just take the point, bro. Take the, point. Uh, the running game is coming along. Uh, he is a journeyman. I mean, he's a safe game manager quarterback. He's not a fantasy quarterback. You can get anybody like Teddy Bridgewater on the waivers every week, all week. Um, cold weather, they're not going to throw as much. And um, you get injury concerns with Bridgewater. So why are you going to stash Bridgewater, ding, ding? Next question. Extra point for the player who can tell me where Teddy ended up this week. Wait, ended up as far as the ranking? Right. Point? 20, 21 points. He end, well, he ended up in the ranking as far as quarterback, though. As uh, quarterback. Ranking? Probably like four. Right. Number six this week. That was close, though. Good job. All right, Nick, you're up. Who wins the round? I'm going to take Greg's advice, and I'm going to give it to Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he laid it out for you to play it out on that one. All right, Michael Carter. We're going to running back neck. Michael Carter, I'm going to hit you where it hurts. But we're going to start with Mike. Give me the case to stash Michael Carter. Um, I like Michael Carter. I mean, I, I think it's very easy for me to speak on stash with Michael Carter. I mean, he's a dual threat type of QB uh, running back. Sorry. And uh, a running back that gets you catches is going to be able to be involved even when they're playing from behind, which the Jets are a lot. So and he's young. Um, and I just think that he's probably right now the best running back in the AFC East. Hmm. Mm. Ooh. Wow. All right. I mean, it's not that's not a big stretch, so he's not saying much. All right. So Greg, trash your boy, Michael Carter. I hate you, bro. Like, <laughs> you set me up. He plays for the Jets. The offensive line sucks. The quarterback play sucks. They're gonna be playing from behind all the time. So if you're somebody to pick up for the Jets, it will be Elijah Moore or Jameson Crowder, not Michael Carter, because they're always playing from behind. They're always and Ty Johnson cuts in on Michael Carter. Kevin Coleman is getting healthy. He's gonna cut in on Michael Carter. So those are things to look for with Michael Carter. But the Jets suck. The offensive line sucks. They're gonna be throwing the ball so much. And especially when Zach Wilson comes back, they have to play Zach Wilson. Michael Carter wasn't putting up these numbers when Zach Wilson was in there. And they're still gonna throw the ball. Trash. All good points. Nick, who you got? Well, Greg, you made that very difficult for me. Um, I'm going to go with Mike because wait, almost wait, wait, bro, because of Mike White. Okay, so I think even though if Wilson does come back, they're going to say, "Look, Zach, you got to play like Mike, so you got to check it down." So if the style of play of the quarterback remains the same. It doesn't matter who it is. Carter's going to have uh, a good rest of the season. So with that, uh, I'm going to go with Mike on that. But Greg, you made up some very, very valuable points. Good job, sir. I'm down. So, so we'll we'll talk about this pre-production next time. But Nick, the point is for them to make the argument because I'm making them make the case for us. He doesn't want to say he's a you know a stash. So. Anyway, let's give them the points for the arguments they make, all right, let's, to be fair to them, because I am making them make the cases. Tyler Lockett is next. Mr. Mike Trash, Tyler Lockett. <laughs> Talk about being set up. 
Bro, he's right. and then Nick doesn't follow the rules. It's fine. It's fine. Because I know what the All rules right, so, are. I know, I know the pre-production, but Nick didn't follow along. It's okay. I'll be I, I, I better win the next two, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not now. Uh, so the maybe. Um we just talked about what, what if OBJ ends up in Seattle. I mean, what the heck would that do to Lockett if that was something that were to come? That's on the maybe. What is is that we still haven't seen what Russell Wilson health is yet with that hand. That's one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Two um, receivers are getting involved now. I think they force-fed Tyler Lockett that last game. I honestly did. They gave him a ton of yardage. He didn't get in the end zone, but they gave him a ton of yardage. It didn't look natural. So I'm worried if I'm a Lockett uh, owner. Um, they're going to be playing in the next few weeks. They got Green Bay. They got Arizona. They got the Rams. And he's been also one of those players that's been mysteriously healthy. You always got to worry about if it's going to end up catching up with him. So if he gets into along with, you know, the situation, you might want to go ahead and uh, trash. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to like you're dump trying. him. So I didn't yeah. mention it on the news, and I didn't. That was breaking right before we went on because I did see that. The Russell Wilson did announce he will be back for that Green Bay game. So with that said, Greg, make the case to stash Tyler Lockett. Four words. Russell Wilson is back. <laughs> when Russell Wilson was the quarterback, Tyler Lockett was a top 10 wide receiver. When when Russell Wilson improvises and makes those off the, you know, off the call plays, off the wall plays and scrambling, who does he look for? Tyler Lockett is that dude that's running down the field, running across the field with them. Tyler Lockett is definitely a stash, even when or if they sign OBJ. Tyler Lockett is a, a favorite target for Russell Wilson. So I say you keep him because Russell Wilson is back. You're going to see that Russell Wilson-Tyler Lockett connection. That's why you keep Tyler Lockett. Except, 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 except I have Lockett and all of their points together came in the first two games. All right. So, Nick, Nick, you are up, my friend. Who do you have for round three? You know, um, I don't want to throw garbage on top of trash, but uh, Mike is right. Um, Lockett's only scored three touchdowns this season, and uh, it hasn't been since week two because I did my research today. So I am going to go with Greg on this one. All right. 
I see the logic not at all. All right, let's go to tight end. Why can we sit the point? I mean, you know, this is the, the, show. This is the, show, right? the Arizona Cardinals, Zach Ertz. All right, we're going to go to you first, Greg. Make the case to stash Zach Ertz. Um, pre-production has me as trashing Zach Ertz. Oh, do I? All right, my bad. You're right. I looked at the wrong. I see. It's it's all over the place tonight. All right, go ahead and trash him. My bad. He hasn't done anything since he's been in Arizona. There's too many targets. D-Hop is coming back. A.J. Green is going to come back. You got Ronald Moore. You got Christian Kirk. It's so many other weapons that before they get to Zach Ertz. Did you see Connor this week? So it's so many other weapons. And when Kyler Murray comes back, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be looking at Zach Ertz for his number one target. When they get in the red zone, either Kyler's going to run it in Connor's going to run it in, or he's going to look for his most reliable target, which is DeAndre Hopkins. So the way the tight ends are going this year, I would try Zach Ertz. There's so many other viable tight ends out there. There's one playing tonight, young fellow out in Pittsburgh, looking Ooh. pretty good. Cool. Just saying. All right. Mike, you're up. Stash him. So I'm going to ask you not to pay attention to this last game. Because the Cardinals were playing with the lead majority of the game. They just ran the ball. So there wasn't much passing. So without that, they went and got Zach Ertz because they knew, even with all those playmakers, with a tight end, they were going to make a deeper run in the playoffs. Zach Ertz, in the last two years, see, the thing is that we forget, like, a couple years ago, he was averaging 7 to 10 fantasy points the game, which is good for a fantasy tight end. He got hurt the last couple of years. He hasn't been doing so well. He's now healthy, and he's in a really good offense. Plus, they went and got him for a reason. I believe he may be just an average tight end who may be now going to be eventually going to be an elite tight end. You just said average. Nick Brown. He's average now. He may be elite. Maybe so you want to, you want to, you want to. Just so you know, just to put it in, just to put it in perspective, just to put it in perspective, just to put it in perspective. The last two seasons, maybe he's elite. averaged. The last two seasons, he's averaged three hundred yards. He took the last. He just killed this whole already argument. got three hundred now. Nick. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. And this current. Nick. Nick, who do you got for round four? Oh, I have so much analysis to unpack, but uh, I won't do that. So, um, as much as I hate to say it, I'm going to have to agree with Greg because uh, I have a what if. What if OBJ goes to Arizona? Ooh, he ain't going what if? what if? Greg, do you want the point or not? Because I can think of that. <laughs> I want the point. I want the point. Thank you. Thank you so kindly, wow. Sir. Thank you. wow, bro. Damn. Damn, Nick is pulling out all the stops tonight. I will. <laughs> Jason, you gave me too much power with this point. Stuff. I, I, he's feel, Hey, listen, he is feeling himself tonight. That is for sure. Okay, we got round five. It's the defenses. Um, oh, and by the way, Greg. Greg, this is this is Cooper's birthday present to me, so I'm I'm gonna live it up tonight. And that's right. It's this it. time, we're, I go right back to staying in my lane. 
<laughs> Nick loves that phrase, by the way. So hashtag oh, stay it. in your lane. Nick loves it. All right. Last round. Last round in the Giants. Let's make the case for stash or trash. Greg, stash the Giants defense. If you're making a run for the playoffs in your league, the next four weeks, they're playing Philly and Miami, two teams that are prone to turnovers, two teams where the quarterback play is not that great. So if you don't have a – if you need to plug and play your defense for week 12 and week 13 to make that run for the playoffs to close it out, the Giants are not a bad option because they're playing shitty teams, terrible offenses. They play Tampa, so I want to plug them in against Tampa. But I'll plug them in against Philly and Miami. Have you seen both of those teams' offenses? Just mm. going deep, deep diving into the schedule. Mike, your case to trash them. You know, it's funny how we like to pick and choose our facts. What <laughs> <laughs> and he goes and he says Philly. Oh yeah, they're gonna play Philly or Miami. Yeah, you forgot to say that they also play Dallas, the Chargers. Those, that's listen no, again. Relax, if you're looking bro, at the schedule. Relax. That's yeah. after the season. After the season, remember fantasy football is only thirteen weeks, my guy. So when are you gonna stash them? What week are you gonna stash them for in the fantasy season? Uh, for week twelve and week thirteen, like I said, they play my, they play they play Philly week twelve, they play mm-hmm. Miami week thirteen. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a defense, then they play that Dallas and Chargers. If you want a deep dive when into you, their when schedule, are you gonna play them? What do you what? <laughs> I'm saying they're, they're playing three other defenses, other than offenses. When, the the- when do when do they play them, Mike? The Chargers, Dallas, and Tampa Bay. When, Tampa when Bay this next week. When do they play them? When do they play Tampa them? Tampa Bay this next week. When you stash and them? And I for- just said, except Tampa. But the last two weeks of the season, if you're but on in the, the fantasy playoffs, playoffs, when the fantasy playoffs, they're playing Dallas and the Chargers. I didn't say for the playoffs, but if you need to push for the playoffs, you keep them for those two weeks. What are you talking about? I just said that. You pick and I, choose on the schedule. I just use no, the schedule. I pick those two games. Let's just say, let's just say you and one other person is tied. Right? And you need that win to get into the playoffs. You're not going to play them against Miami? Who's the quarterback in Miami? I'm not stashing the defense for one week, homie. All right. So so let, one let, week. so we're we're getting down to the end of this. I mean, compelling cases on both sides. Looking deep into the schedule, both of you got some compelling arguments. Nick, what do you say for this one? Who is our winner of Stash and Trash? Well, due to the fact that I don't completely agree with this host, um, I'm going to have to go with him for the win because the other host did not bring up any solidifying facts for his side. So Gregory gets the win this evening. Here I go. That that's two weeks in a row. Greg is our undefeated champion. Mike, you know the drill. You sir earned it. Wasn't a dumbass. That's what the loser gets, uh, Nick. That's the point of the fucking game. So get it. All right, here we go. Let's talk about and the. the let's continues. 
Let's talk about this week's waiver wire. All right, going to this week's waiver wire, I grabbed a few people out um, of the, the hat here. Obviously, Carson Wentz has been hot. Probably have already grabbed him at some point, I would have think, but at least a good streaming option going forward. How about Jordan Howard? He's been showing up for the Eagles uh, big time. Nick, I'm going to give you the quick floor on him. Where do you have him on your priority? Because you have brought you originally the person who brought him up. Well, since I picked him up, he's not on my priority. Uh, I I played him this week. But um, given the fact that the last two weeks, Gainwell was supposed to be the guy. And he did score a touchdown this past week, yesterday. But uh, he got all his carries in garbage time. He's the third running back in that uh, timeshare right now. So uh, I would say that Howard is their power back. Uh, he's been well-rested. As you can see, he's running downhill. Like, seriously, he's running downhill. Uh, he's like the battery ram in there. So um, I have I have Scott and I have Howard. So um, I would go with Howard because he's the power back. He's the goal line back, the short yardage back. All right, Greg, so, you talked about the back, Bills. You your number one choice. Okay, thank you for that. And <laughs> go, Greg. Greg, going to you with Devin Singletary, because you were talking about the Bills offense earlier, talk about Josh Allen being the running game. Now with Zach Moss being out a little bit, are you prioritizing Devin Singletary? I mean, the running back position is thin already, ready as it is, right? So if you're thin at running back and you need some depth at running back, then yes, go ahead, grab Devin Singletary, because he's going to be the starting running back in Buffalo. But that running game in Buffalo sucks. Like, has any of I don't think Zach or him has rushed for over 100 yards this season in the game. So it, it's it's slim picking. You're hoping that he falls into the end zone, but when they get into that goal line, is Josh Allen? Is Josh Allen? Is Josh Allen? And again, it's Josh Allen. So <laughs> it's it's I would pick him up if I need depth at the running back position just in case. But I'm not like making him a priority to pick up. Yeah, indeed. Um, Kenyon Drake, he actually, you know, I don't know if he's on um, anyone's waiver wire or he just might be a plug and play, but it's interesting that both him and Josh Jacob basically split carries this week. Um, so something to monitor. Not sure if they're just trying to keep Josh Jacobs healthy or whatnot, um, but just something to look forward forward to going forward. I'm sorry. And Deonta Foreman uh, for the Titans actually emerged a little bit in that running back set. Um, played 22% of the snaps, carried the ball five times for 29 yards, which doesn't seem much. But if you look at the ineffectiveness of Adrian Peterson, too, um, you know, he he's looking old. I mean, quite frankly, he looks like Adrian Peterson. What do you expect? Um, so, you know, somebody maybe you want to look out for, maybe a young guy could step up in the absence of um, Derrick Henry. Um, Mark Ingram, somebody who's interesting. He's starting to play a little bit more. Ty Johnson, we talked about You talked about him a minute ago, Greg. Uh, Michael Gallup, and he's coming back um, for Dallas, so look for him. Um, Eli, excuse me, Greg, I want to go to you, but first let's go to Mike. Uh, Peoples-Jones for the Browns. With the absence of OBJ, he's actually been up um, actually in the fantasy rankings a few times, um, you know, when he wasn't hurt. What do you think? Are you prioritizing him as a receiver this week? No, no. Um, I like like the fact that Cleveland is – 
just running hard right now. I mean, they still just, even without Kareem Hunt, it's just trouble day. And um, Mayfield may be able to just have a different scheme now without OBJ there. So I don't, I think it's probably going to be more of a scheme type of offense more than just trying to make a clear number one receiver. Mm, indeed. How about the emergence of Brandon Ayuk? Let's keep it to you, Mike, real quick. Uh, what do you think about Ayuk? Uh, is he finally stepping up to what we thought he was going to be um, before the season? So I watched that whole game, and, like, it seemed as though, like, you know. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Garoppolo that seems like he is just wanting to try to keep that job as long as he can. And he's stepping out of his comfort zone. And this week it was Ayuk. Um, and Kittle got involved a little bit too this week. So it just, Garoppolo is trying to find what he's going to be able to at least bank on the rest of the season for uh, until Lance comes along. So I don't know if I'm sold on Ayuk either, but I did like what I saw this week. Debo is going to be Debo. And, you know, there's, now you're talking about which receiver is going to be and uh, the Odell's also mentioned in the 49ers talk. So I don't know if I'm going to even uh, look at Ayuk in that long-term uh, way yet. All right, Greg. Um, all right, I, get, I did you dirty with Michael Carter earlier. Let me get it back to you. Elijah, what you think about him going forward in that Jets offense? I think they finally getting this kid the ball, and it's about time they're getting him the ball. Um but it took for Zach Wilson to go <laughs> to get hurt for them to start looking for him. But I think moving forward, he's going to be a good – he may be a sneaky pickup to to get him because, I mean, the last the last three games, six targets, six targets, and the last game he had eight targets and two touchdowns. So I think if you need a wide receiver, um, if you're thin at that position, looking for a flex play, I think Elijah Moore may be it because, again, the Jets are going to be behind a lot. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. And they have to start making that youth movement, right? So start playing Elijah Moore. Let Jameson Crowder sit to the back. They, and I've seen it the last couple of games. They're playing Denzel Mims a lot more. They're playing Elijah Moore a lot more. They're playing those young receivers a lot. But I like Elijah Moore. They put him in that slot. He's going to get open. So I would pick him up if, you know, you need that depth. Yep, definitely. Like it. All right. Um, some other People to mention Van Jefferson. You know he's been coming up on the on the you know radar quite a bit, um, uh, looking very good in that offense. But like I said, you know with the absence of Deshaun Jackson, who who else is it going to look good in that offense? Um, we all maybe could get yards maybe at some point um, with Matt Stafford throwing the pill like he is. So he's looking good. Danny Amendola. Um, you know, listen, he actually did decent. Danny Amendola he actually did decent. Um, in this last matchup, and listen, not for nothing, if you look at Danny Amendola, I actually had mentioned him a couple times um, during the season. So um, you might be somebody you might want to look at. Tyron Taylor seems to go to him a lot. Um, so, again, somebody you might want to look for. Um, you know, pretty much I might end it on the waiver wire. Oh, no, I did want to finish up last thing. Um, Nick, I want to go to you on Deshaun Jackson because I know you're familiar with him. Um, what do you think about his chances doing uh, well in the Raiders offense? 
I think he's going to blow a hammy in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, I'll conclude that, that analysis real quick, though. Before, before we um, close out the waiver wire, I'm going to go real quick, shoot to you. Give me your top two waiver wire claims this week, Nick. Uh, I would go quarterback this week if if you're in need of a. Actually, I'm gonna go quarterback and I'm gonna go uh, tight end. Uh, I'm gonna go for quarterback. I am gonna go Trevor Simeon because he's got a nice schedule uh, the rest of the season. He's got Philly and I just had him. He's got Philly and some other weak team coming up back to back. I forgot. I I looked at it real quick and then I jumped over to the tight ends. And uh, with the absence of OBJ, you might want to look at uh, Austin Hooper or David Njoku. They they might be a um, a nice uh, plug and play for you if you need a tight end because we know how thin tight end is. All right, Greg. I just need the names. Your top two waiver wire claims. I already said Elijah Moore and sneakily Evan Ingram. Nice, like that, Mike. Top two waiver waiver wire claims this week. I mean, I don't know. I think still uh, you got to try to go at Hines if he's still available. But um, more than anybody, that Foreman uh, pickup for Tennessee was interesting. I saw how he uh, was ended up running in that offense. They did uh, play uh, with the lead a lot, but I did like what I saw out of him. Yeah, he played a good uh, – you know, like I said, he, he looked set in that offense and not too shabby at all. All right, real quick, let's talk about our fantasy leaders this week. Leader of the past. So quarterback-wise, Justin Herbert leading the way, 31.6 points. Lamar Jackson, 30.6. Matt Ryan with 31. How about this guy? We talked about him on Thursday night. What a game. What a game. I mean, I don't know how long uh, Mr. Johnson's going to play for, but that was a great game by him. 24.5 points. Carson Wentz, 24.8. Teddy Bridgewater, 21.9. Kirk Cousins, 21.6. I know Greg likes that. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, (laughs) 19.3. Dak Prescott, 18.9. And Baker Mayfield, 16.7 with your quarterbacks. Uh, We're getting up against this. I'm just going to go through a couple of these, and maybe you guys can chime in. James Conner, we talked about that earlier, 40.3. I mean, just nasty all day. Jonathan Taylor, we saw what he did Thursday night. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit on Friday. Um, Nick Chubb, um, let's talk about that. Mike, what do you think about Chubb going forward in this um, offense? Um, doesn't seem like to skip a beat with OBJ gone. No, man, good defense. Run the ball hard. That's where the Browns should go. They have no OBJ to distract them with that. I think Landry is a good fit for that type of offense for running the ball. Um I don't know where we're at with Hunt as far as where his progress is with his injury, but, I mean, man, Chubb will be able to shoulder the load while he's gone. So I really do uh, think Chubb has got a good uh, few weeks ahead of him. Yeah, he's, he's looking great, like I said. Joe Mixon at uh, 428.5. Uh, Naheem Hines, he put in work too, 20.8. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 20.6. Cordell Patterson, it was an interesting game for him because it wasn't a lot on the ground, but he kept getting those sideline passes. Like He looked like um, you know any big-name big, big name play receiver. Um, so listen, I kind of put him down as my cinema this week because I thought that he wasn't going to do well running, and I was right. However, 
listen, you have to start this guy every week because it doesn't matter. He'll get you the ball with these, you know, big play catches. So it's just crazy how good he is. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 17.5. That's an interesting situation going on with him. And uh, Friar Muth, I believe, again, just got in the end zone, by the way. We're going to do a quick rundown of what's going on on Monday night here in a second. Um, uh, uh, Freeman, six, uh, Devon Freeman, 16.3. And Kenyon Drake, we mentioned him earlier, 16 points. All right, real quick. Go to uh, receivers. Um, we already talked about Elijah, so I don't want to go to you on that. Devonta Smith. Nick, let's go to you on him. 22.6 points. Finally had a really good game. Actually, I look like, uh, you know, the penalties declined. I thought they were saying it was incomplete. So Friar did get in there. All right, Nick, Devonta Smith, what are your thoughts on him? Eh, it's nice. That's eh, 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 right there, buddy. I he just hasn't done a whole hell of a lot this season. Tune in. This is why they tune in. That's man. a lot. That's <laughs> a hey, 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 I love Philly just as much as everybody else, but he hasn't really done a whole hell of a lot. He hasn't done that much. So he's off the milk carton this week. Let's let's see if he can stay off, okay? He's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, eh, we'll the see. Sli- the Slim Reaper definitely came out this week. He definitely showed improvement. Oh. Keenan Allen, 22.4. He finally showed up. Welcome to 2021, whatever year it is. Welcome to it. Number four, Nick, I always mess up names. You always correct me. Can you pronounce it for me? Uh, Omadine Zacchaeus. All right, that's – thank you. 20.8. That was perfect, actually. That was just like the announcer called it. So great job there. Marquise Hollywood Brown, 20.6 points. Cooper Cup still just always in there, 20.5 points. Malik Turner, I mean, again, the you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that game, but you know, they really got some garbage points at the end. I've never seen a team get more garbage points in the last few minutes of a game than I've seen the Cowboys. I was like, wow, I can't believe what they're doing in the last few minutes. But Malik Turner was a big um big benefit beneficiary of that. Brandon Ayuk, we talked about him earlier, 18.7 points. Tim Patrick, 18.5. Hunter Renfro, um, Greg, you brought him up earlier. Big pickup this week. I definitely not picked up in your league. Definitely snag him. Um, you know, like you said, I definitely see some big things for him going forward. Mike, let's go to you on the tight end. George Kittle, he's back. He's the number one tight end this week. Congratulations to your Niners that he's back, even though he took the L. 20.1 points. Give me your thoughts on him going forward. Um, yeah, I mean, got to be excited if you're a George Kittle owner. Um you got to temper your expectations. I mean, he is coming fresh off injuries again. And, you know, um, with that offense, uh, it, it still runs the ball. And that's the majority of how he gets hurt is because he's always uh, uh, pass blocking so, or run blocking. So um, I don't think that he will be like those elite. Uh, well, even all the other tight ends are kind of dropping down as far as how much the points they're giving you. So, I mean, you can count on him probably to get you about seven points a week um, and see how it goes from there. But, man, if he could just be what I want him to be or what he could be, it'd be great, man. I mean, well, like, you know, we talked about it earlier, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, you know, really trying to win his job there, maybe forcing some things. But, you know, at the same time, you know, they are very pass heavy right now. So and their offense actually looks decent at times. But even if Trey Lance uh, emerges, I like Trey Lance a lot with Kittle. 
Um, so, you know, I like Kittle going forward as long as he can stay healthy. He went through his little injury bug. Maybe he can stay healthy for the rest of the year. He might be uh, one of those league winners for you guys. So uh, if you've got him, hopefully you didn't trade him away. I think it's definitely time to ride Kittle a little bit. Um, Travis Kelsey, you know, doing Travis Kelsey things, 17.8. Darren Waller, 16.2. Um, all right, and here goes where the tight ends get funny. Steven Anderson, all right, from the Chargers, 13 pi- uh, 13.9 and then Donald Parham 12.9 all and then down here at number nine Jared Cook all from the Chargers was like the tight end show this week <laughs> I don't know what was going on with them but even but we saw Keenan Allen up there too so Justin Herbert was finding people open and <laughs> these no name tight ends go, well, go ahead Greg what are you saying no no I'm, I'm I got a text from somebody and I'm laughing because about the email thing, we, we didn't get to go to today, but I, I, I got when the show. Oh, I know, my, I, saw, I know, I even saw in the comments, but we didn't get a chance to get to it yet. We'll, we'll bring Nick, it up tomorrow. We'll bring it up tomorrow. But Nick, somebody huh. just texted me and was like, "I don't have any other offers out there, so there's no pressure." Sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even know he's being called out right now. All right, we'll talk about that in a minute. <clears throat> um, that's super funny. All right. Yeah, we'll go after the show on that one. All right, so anyway, lots of no-name tight ends showed up this week as our fantasy leaders. Uh, quickly through the defenses, Patriots, Browns, Dolphins, Jags, Titans, Texans, Giants, Cardinals, Vikings, Chiefs. Um, you know, again, there are some a little bit of surprises in there with, you know, Dolphins and Texans both in the top ten, both teams amounting for a ton of turnovers. So um, we are getting up against it, so let me just give you a quick update on Monday Night Football. So as it stands, the Steelers are up 20-6. to six. Right now, Ben Roethlisberger having a great night, 118 yards. Wow, he's really setting the world on fire. But two touchdowns, so not doing too shabby. Not um, Harris, uh, 43 yards and a touchdown. He also has a reception for three yards. Um, James Washington, oh, um, Vermouth, I forgot to mention, four receptions, 30 yards, two TDs for Vermouth. So he's having a great night tonight. The Bears, um, the only thing really to note is that Khalil Herbert has – Three carries so far. So far, David Montgomery has been put back in, in, and he's back. I mean, there was no – I thought they would split carries tonight. Nope. It's David Montgomery, you're back, you're starting, let's roll. So just something to note. Not really much on there, you know, offensively, obviously with six points, so nothing really to note there. We'll see how they end the night. Um, But not looking too good to end it. Anyway, listen, I appreciate you guys. We kind of ran up against it. We do have some Flanders flops to go over, so that will carry over tomorrow. We did have two emails, two emails for trade, so uh, we definitely want to bring that up tomorrow. And tomorrow night, I'm going to have a trivia contest, and the winner will get three tickets for Thursday night to see the Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. We got a crazy, great show for you. So from us to you, we appreciate you guys, and we are out. Thank you, Pittsburgh. We love you. Do, do, do. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. 
Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.